Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm literally like, I had, that was rough. That's like, yeah. Was it Anna? This, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see that? Did you see me space yeah. out? That's what I was. no. I completely get it. I completely get it. Or I started. I like read this book. I was like, I start putting. You have to have physical contact. And I was like, just two seconds. Yeah, and then I go back into it. And I'm like, and then like also proofreading because I'm terrible, terrible Sorry. at messages. Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. All right. Here we are. Hola. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. Welcome to uh, podcast number two. Uh, with my special guest, special guest, uh, Brittany Bennett from Green Bond Studio. How you doing? Good, how are you? And my lovely co-host today uh, is the beautiful uh, Kelly Kremers. Hi. Hi. Um, so what's up? What's new? How you doing? Wait, oh, Jeremy. What is the name of your podcast? Yeah, Jeremy. Bad, yeah, bad Jer- intro. Oh, it's a great Hi. intro. It's first, it's Jeremy. This is my podcast. This what's is my co-host. And today we have... You know the best part about this is it's like a going experience like that. So it's just totally. it feels so much more funny like when I have it like this. Okay. It's your podcast. You're just living I'm just You living do you. Head. We're just saying yeah. we have better ideas. Oh Not better. You just no, want I'm the just listener. Let me pull the notes section the really quick. We want the listener Let too. me go ahead and get this down this to make happens. sure just me we're on the right page. Versus like two alpha females. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Oh my gosh. It's going to get go. bossy. Let's try that one more time. So, hey, this is Jeremy with Ambi Podcast, uh, session two, with my special lovely guest, uh, Kelly Primers. Hello. Lovely. And then my very, very special close friend, uh, slash mom, slash uh, BFF for life, slash whatever you need for me, I'll be there, slash yeah, business owner. Yeah. Uh, Brittany Bennett from B Bronze Studio. Thank you. Glad to be your second mom. Oh my gosh, everyone's mom. <laughs> Pretty much. I Good looking mom. I know. Isn't that Thanks. what? Isn't that what uh, Steph said too? I'm a mom too, because a lot of people think I'm a lot younger than I am. So they're like, "You a mom?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I pretty much could be a lot of these my clients." Moms, actually. Oh, well, that's a really good problem to have. Listen, I know. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not, I know, I know. So, yeah, because I will be older in two weeks. I'm not going to say on the podcast, but okay. I'll oh. tell you after. <laughs> mm. what, what day is your birthday again? The 27th. Oh, Libra status, right? Libra, yeah. So, mm. ooh, yes. Gotta so, love those Libras. Yep. So, here I am. Been knowing you for 10 years. Oh, wow. Started in the hotel industry, and now I opened a business. Here I am to talk about it. Oh my my crazy life. Your cra- crazy life. It has been a crazy ride, though, really. For sure. Like, even from, like, you getting out here. Like, I I don't know if you know. Maybe you do, but you'll learn about my <laughs> crazy. Um, I kind of just rolled with it. I'm always one to just say, let's just jump off the cliff and figure it out later. Yeah. It's worked thus far. Um, I do need to tighten it up a little bit, but it's worked thus far. So I think that's the mentality you have to have when you're an entrepreneur of any kind. I mean, I I fell into this. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> fell into fell. this. Yeah. I okay. think the the hustle is definitely there. So it's, I don't think everyone can be an entrepreneur, but I do, do know that I have I've out hustled a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So well, why don't you yeah. talk about like what you do? Yeah. <laughs> My well, story. Yeah. Let's tell everybody like what what is B Bronze? First of all, what is it? So B Bronze is a custom airbrush canning store mm-hmm. um, that is in Los Angeles, California, about two blocks from Robertson. We have my first storefront and we opened a, almost a year ago, October 21st last year, we opened the doors. So oh. side hustle turned, here we go. 
Um, yeah. And I just, like I said, even how it happened on how it opened, just fell completely into it. Um, like how did that happen? When well, are we starting? Are we starting with my past and what I did, how I got here? We're just, we're I mean, well, what do you say you fell into? Did you really fall no, into? No, I really did. Like one of those things that no, like no, you no. hustled and things worked no, out. No, listen, the hustle is there, of course. But so for anybody who is looking to open up a store or is looking to do this, and even people that message me on Instagram about like in the spray tan world, they're like, oh, I want to do what you do. Well, how did you do it? I'm going to be as real, as honest as possible. Like I hustled my ass off. I tell people when I moved to California 10 years ago, I moved to the hotel business. I was working at the W Hollywood uh, in the catering sales department mm -hmm. and I was not making enough money. It's like, what can I, I do? Mean, who in hotel life makes mm -hmm. enough money? I mean, Except the owner. Yeah. The owner and the management group. Yeah. That's about it. Um, so I was like, okay, what else can I do? I've always loved getting spray tans and I quickly realized to give a spray tan, you don't need a license, a, an esthetician's license, mm -hmm. a beauty license, nothing. Like you can go online, buy it. That's it. So that's what I did. I went online. It was like machines, solutions. Okay, great. Bought all that YouTube. And then I called my friends. Like upfront, yeah. how much was like, was that like, was it like all in? Like, yeah. I don't know, like 1500 with that's like this. Bad. No. So the yeah. buy-in rate for a spray tanner is just your materials. So that's yeah. great, but it's also bad as you learn. Um, because, it's great because anybody can do it, but then it's bad because anybody can do it. So right, right. you don't have to be educated. You hope someone who's delivering the service is educated, but you don't. So I bought this solution, everything, and then I just told my friends I'm doing this, be my guinea pigs. And up until I opened this store, I was word of mouth only. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was friends, friends of friends, friends of friends. And as I started doing that, I kind of got a higher end clientele, got into the celebrity world, just through people, mm -hmm. um, which we'll talk about that in a minute. The glorification of like the celebrities is not really what I like to talk about ever because it's not real life and right. not everybody can attain that client. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, so I just started spraying out well, friends, friends of friends. And then I just really, the hotel world was just something I didn't want to keep going into. I remember talking to somebody about if this is what something I want to keep going and it wasn't. So I stepped out of that full time, but was still in it a little bit to pay the bills. Um, I was task forcing at hotels, still spray tanning. And then it's always been a goal of mine. In my head, I just said, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to have a store. Right. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to have a store. I've said it to you forever. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I love that. Yeah. I think that all the time because I have definitely been in that situation several times. I'm like, I don't know how, yeah. but I'm going to do Yeah, I don't know how. Out. And I just right. kept telling people, I don't know how. And then anybody that I would talk to, I don't know how. So I had a good friend of mine guy a friend of mine who invests in businesses and everything he was like you should do this I showed him the financials a little bit and the profit margin and everything he's like oh my god long story short when it came time to him to invest he was down I started looking at real estate because I was like oh here we go right but it took about a year and a half to finally find the place when I is it the place you're at now yeah it's on third street then? yeah the one on third oh. when I finally found that which took a year and a half because mm -hmm. I wanted it to be just right and the rent had to be right he no longer could invest mm -hmm. for reasons mm -hmm. that I don't want to get into, but no, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing bad. He yeah, just yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. Right, right. So he, cause he moved out of the country. So he was like, I can't do this. I said, okay, fair. He introduced me to his business partner's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And this is how it went down. I met her at the SLS. That's how you met Anna? I met her through my, this guy friends of mine, his business partner's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, I met her at the SLS for 20 minutes. 
picture this awful deck because mm. I am not good <laughs> at decks. Anybody doesn't know what a deck is, yeah. it's a PowerPoint presentation. Right. I am awful. So I had this awful deck. Were you like were you like planning on meeting her or was it just like like by I, chance like like oh she's here like immediately Well, she's in town randomly and so it's all like this perfect storm happening. Yeah, yeah. She's in town randomly, here you go. So I sat down and I met with her, showed her this awful deck. And from the day I met her at that time to the day the lease was signed was two and a half months. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, just yeah. like boom, boom, boom. Then it's like, okay, do you know how to do a, like a build out? Do you know how to do like the, no. It yeah. was all yeah. just go time. Right. And that was a year ago and it was crazy. So that's, that's probably like the best like. Uh, no, I don't like, know about that. I mean, Honestly. like, I mean, just, the, just, just think. No, think I was like, blissfully ignorant. Never again will I go into something that I'm prepared. Really? Maybe this time I needed to be blissfully ignorant. Right. But I will never. Yeah. I don't suggest that to anybody. I think my personality has gotten me to be able to be able to handle that. Right. But there, I get maybe eighty-five percent of people would have, would have pulled it. Well, that's just like how businesses are in the first place, though. Like most people like fail because of like their. Uh, not necessarily just because of like their ignorance, but like their not their ability not to like gain like or pick it up quickly enough because things yeah. just kind of overlap them, right? Throughout mm-hmm. these ten years and being in the hotel industry and close friends and me being the person that I am, like he said, I'm his mom, and I have so many other people that I'm super close to. I then realized I needed to reach out and ask for help, and right? That's how yeah. I was able to get, but last minute scrambling for it, so. I think was, that's just kind of the nature of like, like you just get thrown into things and you have to figure it out and you yeah. like think of swim time. Yeah. And because of probably what you were doing in the hotel business, you were able to have, you know, resources to reach out to mm-hmm. or the type of work ethic that just, all right, then I'm going to figure it out. Like, yeah. Because when I was in the hotel industry, I was spray tanning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., going to the hotel from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., changing in the car. And then going to spray tan because I started to get all this high end clientele mm-hmm. and their assistants would text, text me and say, can you come at three o'clock today? I don't want to say, no, I have a full time job because then they'll go on to someone else. Yeah. Right. So I kept just saying, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm booked all day. Right. Yes, exactly. That's how you phrase everything. <laughs> yeah. Right, you know? I'm booked all oh day. Gosh. Can you please, you know, how about after five? And then if the assistant would get me sometimes a little bit, a couple of days in advance, I'm like, oh, so sorry. I'm so booked. How about 7 a.m.? Is that okay? I mean, and then. Yeah. It was just crazy. So I would, I was faking it till I made it. So I think you should always fake it. I legit, <laughs> yeah. and this is like, but I have legit pretended to be my own assistant. And yeah. Oh, I guess where people Hold don't on. know. Let me put Susan on the phone real quick. Yeah. Hi, this is Susan. Yeah. Well, because, well, no, I, she has a British accent. But oh, okay. more of when Switch emails up. people, oh, Miss Kramers can't get back to you, but what about this? Or what about this yeah. time? Because it also, I think. Um, makes it a little bit easier to be really direct with people, particularly mm-hmm. when you're talking about like money mm-hmm. and negotiating a deal. Right. Or more than that, it's like, yeah, you're busy. You're trying to fit things in and everything is the way it, it seems. Yeah. You know, and that honestly, and everything in LA is about exclusivity. Yeah. Well, they're like, she's booked. Yeah. Wait, right. what? Right. And then I would remember, I would talk to the assistants because mainly I'm talking to the assistants yeah. of, of this higher echelon. Everybody else, they knew I was hustling. Like, girl, I haven't at work all day. I got to do it after. But right. the, the assistants that I was talking to, I would just say, listen, I re- I know I want to make your job. My job is to make your job easier. If you give me a couple days advance notice or let's talk every week. Because then I could maybe push it to a Sunday. Yeah. Right. Push it to a Saturday. Right. Maybe. I don't work at the hotels anymore. So maybe I can say I have a doctor's appointment that's morning. If it's yeah. like a really high-end client and then just show yeah. up an hour late. Like I was hustling my own life. 
Yeah. And I had no idea where it was going to take me. It's yeah. funny that you even say, like, fake it till you make it. Because um, I think I mentioned to you about a friend, uh, Julissa, who has the hair care yes. brand. She, like, literally had a whole uh, article that she had put out. And she's yeah. been featured in Forbes, like, twice now. Yeah. Or and one of the articles or whatnot was her saying, like, I had to fake it till I made it. You have to, I mean, listen, like, don't just literally. go in and just start lying. No, of course that. Not. Like, not saying no. that you're right, saying right. that, but, like, have right. a plan to different. it. Yeah. Right. To it. Of, like, just being a smart businesswoman right. and learning out, like, what is appealing to people and what makes you more attractive. Because, yeah. And I will tell you this, though. I mean, if you can find, like, I feel like spray tans are, like, hair is, like, nails. You have your people. I mean, if somebody yep. who's good at their job, mm-hmm. that is a difference between looking like you're on the red carpet and looking like Donald yeah. Trump See, in the primary. Yeah. Like well, I, I knew if I got into that <laughs> client, I was going to win them with the personality and because I know people. I know walking into a situation how to, from being in hotels and just from, I'll tell you about a job that I did in Arizona, but from just being in the customer service industry, I know that I, like if the client is quiet or this or that, like I know how to deliver it. I knew the service yeah. and my personality could be delivered, but just get me there. So then if they liked me, they would wait till after five or before six or on the weekends. Like, yeah, right. And if I worked with the assistant, because I know I want to make her job easier. Mm-hmm. So I would text an assistant every Sunday. I'd say, oh, do you need me to text you this week to find out when? And it just all kind of all came together. So the assistant would be like, she's working with me. The client liked me. It kind of all just worked. And then I was working in hotels. So it was crazy. So then when I opened this up, I stopped the task force thing. I stopped the hotel. I'm full-blown into this. Hey, just for people who are listening, what's task force? So task forcing is basically in the hotel industry. I wasn't with a, any hotel full-time. Um, any hotel that had somebody in the catering sales department that was either on maternity leave, got fired. I would just jump in because I knew the system. Mm-hmm. Jump in blindly, sit down, do the job, and then bounce. So I wasn't committed. It would just give me that paycheck to keep going. Yeah. So that's what that was. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. So, like, I mean... You mentioned, but like when you're like last statement, like you being in Arizona, like I thought you're from Philly. Like what? I'm what's from. Like... So I was born and raised outside of Philadelphia okay. until I was um, a junior in high school. My dad sold his company out there to a public company, and then wanted to retire, so right. he moved us to Scottsdale, Arizona. Mm. So I went to Love those places. Yeah, so it was like a good public school system, and then my dad wanted a like a hot whatever environment. So then we moved there when I was a junior in high school. So that was awesome. Yeah. Did you go to ASU? Absolutely not. Bear down. U of A. U of A. Come on. So then I went to the University of Arizona. I actually don't remember. Like, you even telling me. Ever telling me that. Well, about the rivalry. Yeah. yeah. Dang. There's no, no need for rival. Just... Respect your elders. Uh, the best. So I went to U of A. Moved back up to... This is where the story gets funny. Moved back up to Scottsdale. Was kind of doing the whole, like, I gotta find a job thing. This and that. And it's just like... Nothing was panning out, mm-hmm. um, so I was like, okay, I see this strip that's about to open. <laughs> I am going to cop to waitress here. Yeah. Like, screw this. So I did tell my dad. I was like, dad, and he just was like, Brittany, you better be cocktailing. Uh. So I ended up working there for like six years. I yeah. ran the VIP rooms and mm-hmm. managed the waitresses. And I say I could have actually never gone to college because I learned everything about business and how to deal with men in business in that place. I, that's what has helped me. So, and it's just. No, and it's totally genius. I'll tell you this much is that like when I was, I came home from college and I was like angry because some guy had hit on me and my mom, I had to get a job. I was transferring to University of Texas and she was like, you need to learn how to handle yourself as a woman 
and you need to learn how to handle men. And she, and I was, mind you, like real uh, prudish at this point in my life. And she was like, and she goes, you need to get a job at Hooters. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and she was like, I think you should. And this is like my mom right. who is so Southern. I've never heard like a, like a mom tell her There's daughter, a way, like, you need to go work at Hooters. Well, but I will. It teaches you that. You learn how to handle men. You learn how to handle yourself. And I, mean, I was very like just... It was business. Yes, business. and you have to learn how to like yeah. talk to them in because I, I mean, in a lot of ways, I yes, had CEOs are and companies in there. Yeah. I had. I'm, I'm not going to ever. Throw that <laughs> <Yeah. out. laughs> I almost said some people like, "Why would I do that?" Don't know what the. It's okay. I bleep, I bleep them out. I bleep them out. So I dealt with like Beep. major CEO people. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we're dealing. And this is. I don't know if anybody listening to this or you guys know. Do you remember that movie, The Big Short? Yeah. 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 Th- during that time when it was created, that's yeah. when I was working in the strip club. Ah, yeah. Oh my when, god. And, yeah. uh, honey. Yeah. And I'm still not going to tell the money I made. Yeah. If I, I was in college at it that was, time, so I was there. It was well, insane. Sure, like, yeah. The amount of money I was making, these guys coming in, like it was, and it was crazy. Yeah. So I learned so much. And then um, I was dating a guy at the time. I remember we were together for like three and a half years. And I remember he, I would like go to these work functions with him and people were like, oh, so what do you do? And there was only so many times I could like run around this issue, you know, because I would work three days a week, but right. still... So then finally, I was just like, I can't be in this that much longer. I'm, this is six years. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So then I saw the W. Scottsdale was opening a hotel. Right, right. My sister worked at the W. New Orleans when she went to school in New Orleans. She's like, hey, listen, I know the guy that's about to be the GM there. And then I went and applied, had a conversation with the director of operations. And I was very, very transparent. I was like, listen, I actually got the job as a VIP service manager at right. the hotel. And he's like, why can you do this job? And I told him what I did. And he's like, wow, you were, did this at a strip club? Like that actually says a lot about you. And I said, yeah. And if I don't know somebody, I know somebody who knows somebody. I yeah. know this town. So I left major money for $14 an hour. Uh, doesn't that hurt? No. It doesn't. Because <laughs> at some point it's saying about that. Like, And yeah. I think I was I would spending. Say like being, so it was easy come, easy go. You know how much yeah. money I was spending? Oh, no, I don't, Brittany. A lot. I don't know. A lot. It was not cute. I realize now that be like financially responsible is way better, but yeah. it just, I think I probably saved more money making $14 an hour. Probably true. That's yeah. actually yeah. That's like one of the things like uh, Gary Vee says. Like, yeah. Even when he was making like $50,000 a year, he, had, he saved more he money. Made so yeah. much, he made so much. He saved so much money like by just like grinding and yeah. working. So my and then, hustle like, was there. Obviously, when you start getting more, you start just yeah. like. And then I was just over Scottsdale after a while, and I saw that the W Hollywood was opening a hotel. I said, no, I want that. And I Mm -hmm. set my eyes on it, and I literally went for it. And then I found out three weeks, two weeks before moving out, packed the car, moved. Mm. Here I am. This is the L.A. saga. Yeah, here's the L.A. (laughs) Yeah, here's the L.A. version. That's dope. That's, like, really dope. But I think, like, the one thing that's, like, really cool that I've known since, like, I met you is just how well you kind of maneuver like through everyone's different personalities. I'm gonna I'm gonna attribute it to you being a Libra also. I'm gonna attribute it to being in a fa- I'll tell you why. I'm from a family of five kids. Yeah. Oh, my dad's too. from a family of six. My mom's mm-hmm. from a family of seven. We have eighteen cousins on one side, sixteen on the other, and we all grew up close to each other. And you have to be I feel like and this is always what's so hard in even just like dating with people who don't understand a family dynamic that yeah. nothing is ever your way. Right. You have to be adaptable. Yeah, like in every situation, and it's so cool because it's like a lot. I don't know what your family does, but mine plays sports, and so it was like we were always at their games, and you really like learn like different types of 
people. Mm -hmm. And like, and one, this is probably not a terrible thing to say, but like my (laughs) sister is like a very different personality than I am or one of them. And it really taught me how to like, to like love somebody for all the things like in a world, probably in a different world, we probably would have been friends, but I got to know her and um, because we were sisters and spent so much time and had such a solid friendship for many years, you see the other sides of people and what makes them great. Yeah. And, we were um, crazy to each other though. What? My family, we like tied like my how bro- so? We tied my brother up in a batting oh, cage, yeah. <laughs> shooting each other with BB guns. Like we were not friends. See, that's the kind of stuff I wish. That's the kind of stuff I wish I like Loki had. I grew up like more or less like alone until my sister was born, but I had like my cousins and yeah. I only saw them like for stints. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. like this one time a month or yeah. this other time, like for holidays. And it would be like that, like for like yeah. a weekend. People loved coming to our house. Oh, so. yeah. And like, I always tell people, like, it's so weird to think about like, what Christmas must be like. And like, where it's so silent. I was like, in my house, if they're silent, yeah. somebody's, somebody's getting pranked. Yeah. And if you don't know about it, you're that person. Yeah. So you better be like on guard. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> definitely the, the outgoing like connector in the family. I have an older sister and then there everybody else is younger, but I'm definitely like the, the outgoing crazy. Not so crazy. you're technically the plug. Yeah, like <laughs> oh. People do come to me all the time. Do you know somebody? Do you know somebody? So I've just, and I've said this a couple times recently, I haven't followed a passion because I really don't believe everyone truly knows what their passion is. I think right. you follow your creativity and your curiosity and you just go with that. And then you find it. Cause let's be real at the end of the day, you want to make money, money right. to live. That's what right. it is. So yeah. you follow all that and you see like I, passion isn't going to pay you. So you right. have to follow it and see how you're going to make money out of it. You kind of just maneuver that way. So that's what I'm referring to right now. That's kind of true, though, because I think like that's how I fell into even this. Like, yeah, it's whole... great. We could do this all day long. This yeah. is amazing. How are you going to monetize off it? Right, right. Yeah, right, right. How are you going to inspire just like, doing so? Like, you, I'm, anybody was... saying it's not about the money. Yeah, Bullshit. yeah. Like, like, even... You need to make money. Yeah, you do, because otherwise it's a hustle like on a whole nother level that it is exhausting. Or it's just a hobby. To... At that yeah. point, it's just a hobby. Yeah. But even then, I'm just like, I think, you know, it's. You have to be building something and right. going somewhere. Right, yeah, right. I guess that's what it is. We're in, we're in this uh, whole thing of everyone saying they're an expert at this, they're an expert at this. Pay me for this. Okay, show me your bank statements and why I should pay you. And if you mm-hmm. can't, are trying to provide me a service to make me better in all this whole industry and you can't show me your bank statements, then right. I don't, then no. Then you're not an expert. I'll figure it out. Yeah. You have to legitimize yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, let's see. Wow. Interesting. So, what's like overall then, what's next for you? Because, I mean, you've got... You've, Obviously, I came out here to LA. Mm-hmm. Like you transitioned like career from hospitality to doing this, mm-hmm. and then miraculously, like really fell into your store. Really, like with Anna and like as your partner and like everything that you're going through now. What it's been like a year? A year October. So this time last year, we had the store and we were just doing a little bit of touch up. <laughs> renovations. Um. So, uh, yeah, it's been a year in October, and it's been the craziest learning experience of a year and we're still pivoting very much so navigating through this and figuring out like what I thought first was oh a couple stores this and that no that okay back it up yeah um now it's really just trying to figure out this product line if that like I know I want to do a couple things is that the right thing to do is there a different platform product like what like in the sunless industry, the sunless industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. What is that? I have no Anything idea. sunless. Fake tanning. Oh. Um, things, yeah. Like, so like the like creams lotion, and stuff? Like you put everything. on like... Well, it's, and yeah. airbrush too. It's a oh, multi-billion well, like dollar you, business. Yeah. Okay. So really, how can I navigate through that and, and monetize off that? Um, there's something that I 
don't want to talk about, but I like thought like, okay, maybe I should pivot and do this and it's not a product of this. It's just now I'm starting to think more of like, okay, how can I get paid and not be in that store every single day? Yeah. Spray tanning. I can't do this anymore. Like I, I physically can't do it. Do you so, have anyone? Yeah. Um, I know you have like a, you have beautiful stores on Third Street, um, like right off of Los Angeles in between Los Angeles and Robertson. Mm-hmm. But like, do you have anyone like also like working with you? Like, are, are you going to start like partnering? Like, or even even rent some of the spaces out? We're gonna like, hire, but obviously the first year when we how we position ourselves, we were running very lean, which mm-hmm. I knew was gonna happen, and mm-hmm. me being in the store, which is fine because I'm building a brand and I'm pretty much yeah. the face of a brand, so people know Brittany is at yeah. the Bronze, so. And then I've been building the brand that way. Actually, what's the the story behind that? B Bronze. Yeah, yeah. So it's B E B R O N Z E. My name is Brittany Bennett. My mom passed away twelve years ago from uh, her name's Betty Ann, but um, Elizabeth is her first name. So my middle name is Elizabeth. But I always knew that I wanted her name somehow in the store name. So it's B Bronze, but it's B E B. So Brittany Elizabeth Bennett. Is, um. There's a whole thing behind it. Um, so yeah, that's how that came about. That's good. Because when I first started, it was bronzed by B. <laughs> and the logo is so trash. Oh my God. Oh. But those are like, honestly, what I... Do you, I have like a mock-up? So, you have a mock-up of that? I do. And it's, um, oh, I just did like a speaking engagement. I was like telling yeah. people like, you just have to start. Please look at this yes. from, from this to this. And they were like looking at it. I'm like, just start. Like, keep going. Because mm-hmm. we're still evolving. And you don't think you have to enjoy it. Especially you look back and... Oh, it's just trash. Like the things, it's so horrible, but it, the important thing being like, because I always feel like sometimes people look at people in your position and we're like, well, you just got it or you had an in or you, but it was like, no, you worked your ass off to get to where you are right. and you made mistakes along the way. But the point is that you just kept getting back up yeah. and figuring it out. And so, yes, you will get better. Yeah. And yes, like it takes time. For a while on my Instagram, before I had the store, even it was a thought, I was like, I was like, okay, I have to let people see the struggle. And you probably saw on the Instagram. It was always about like me getting in and out of the car, carrying the case, going mm-hmm. in an elevator like this. Like I was showing yeah. people because I just kept getting all these messages going, Oh, you were in Vogue. Yeah. Oh, you were this. Like, and I was like, do we you literally know what the struggle? So yeah. it would literally yeah. be me at 1 a.m. Like taking the damn case yeah. out of my car again. Mm-hmm. So I really do want people to know like it's not an easy thing. And and these people, I started my business two months ago and I'm not getting any clients. Okay, well, what are you doing yeah, to yeah. get? Exactly. You should've, you should've That's been, what I'm saying. Like you have to. You should have hacked the client base I'm at least before I'm a year in you. and you know what I did on Monday? Because we're closed on Mondays. Yeah. I went to every hotel local around, brought my deck. Hey, nice to meet you guys again. Yeah. I know award season's coming up. Right. I was literally pounding mm-hmm. the pavement. And if right. you don't have time to do that three times a week, an hour each morning, don't come to me and ask me why you're not having any clients. And it's like the stupid books of like, you know, the four hour work week millionaire. I'm like, I know tons of millionaires. Not one of them work less than like 80 hours a week. Like that's just not how it is. Like it's not the reality. And I just, I don't understand people like, or even just like, you know, everyone moves out here to be actors. And I'm like, the best advice I give you is you're not the exception. So start hustling today. Well, there's somebody younger than yeah. you always. 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 Because like time is always moving and I'm already a day older. Like, ah, gosh. There's somebody watching me, I'm sure. Right. Like, what is she doing? And maybe a lot of people watching me, but there's that one that's watching going, okay. But I'm literally up pounding the pavement. Right. Like, yeah. I'll walk straight into businesses. Hi, how are you? Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, nobody's doing that. Yeah. yeah no. There's some other stores that and are then they're connecting with you, too. It's more than that, it's also that you're going in also in person. So you're selling yourself to people. It's not just a like mm-hmm. blind email. Right. It's going in and because 
everybody wants to work with their friends or they want to work with somebody that they know is accountable right. and like and is reliable. They're going to show up. They're going to do a good job. And that you're on top of your shit. And that is so rare to find. And really, that's the difference between being successful and I think being unsuccessful. Right. It's having that type of hustle, but really like going the extra mile. Well, you have things. to take, take your ego out of it. That, that, Listen, you the, know, take your ego. So many people are like, no, they should be. I'm so good at this. It's like there's 10 <laughs> other people that are good at oh, that. Yeah. Your ego needs to get a, just because you're a servant doesn't mean that you're like that's less than oh no like, you have to go out and do all this and yeah. be and like pound the pavement oh for like, sure period one of and our it, first um i think one of the first videos that we did i uh, did for you yeah was like you actually like it was kind of like you pound oh, the you pavement. One? so oh. i am the worst in front of the camera oh man it was so funny <laughs> so i no, said, not, not that one not that one the the one where you like, i mean so, i'm always bad so i've done so i've done like what I've done like three videos for her so far. Okay. Uh, and I think the very first one I did was um, when, before you had a store, before you met Anna. Yeah. This and I was, got there ever. Yeah. So it was like you. Well, I said, I, I said, I want to get better in front of the camera because mm-hmm. I know one day I'm going to have a store. I know one day I want to build a brand. I know one day I want to talk to yeah. people and, and just encouragement, either that's on a female platform or a young platform i just knew right that i needed to start doing this yeah so i did like a uh like her pounding the pavement kind of thing like her literally rolling the case, rolling the case like a suitcase yeah of yeah, stuff I've seen into this apartment in mid-city all right and then going to beverly hills for another like location and then trying to it was just like uh they're great to look like back even on. even yeah. like when like watching you like undo everything and i was just like i do it i did it i was like ah. I, so this past year coachella um, festival season, if you will, I was in the store. But the year before, I remember I was not in the store and I was going house to house to house. And I'll never forget. I just, and also I'm taking on everyone's energy. I'm giving energy mm-hmm. to people. You're remember, a therapist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what every relationship is like yeah. for a woman was, when it comes to beauty things. Yeah. <laughs> I was crying. And it's even more so spray tanning because people are so vulnerable because they're naked. Yeah. So I was literally just like Whoa. bawling at the end of the night. And I was like, I'm so tired. Like I'm yes. physically, I remember stating oh out loud in the car by myself saying this time next year, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. So here I am a year later store. So it's just all about like, you have to, what if you believe in the universe or God? I'm yeah. definitely like a God person. So it's just like talking to that, putting it out there, yeah. just going and going. One of the key things I've like started to notice, especially like with the people I've like met with um, in general for like, these sessions and and the people I've worked with and done videos with <clears throat> is like they're not just again the opportunity being presented to yourself like Anna for example mm-hmm. for you but like you having the diligence to continue and just like you said pound the pavement mm-hmm. and you're working like like nine to five mm-hmm. yes but what are you doing from like six to right. eight what are you yeah. doing from uh, six to eight in the morning what are you doing from five to like midnight like after work or whatever. And it's that level of diligence has probably been like, like I think for everyone that I've talked to kind of that guiding light or like that positioning. I mean, I sometimes I have to look back and have to sit back and say, and give myself more credit because someone like an investor or someone like my business partner isn't just going to go, Oh, okay. You have a great idea. Here's money. Right. Like I clearly have, have shown something in my work ethic and my hustle that someone's investing in very clearly. Mm-hmm. And I don't take that lightly. Yeah. I, I never took that lightly. I know that that's a major part of it. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts with 
um, especially female entrepreneurs, maybe not so much men, because sometimes men aren't don't talk about how vulnerable they were the first couple of years. Yeah, Women are more so. Oh yeah, do. men don't ever. So I was so vulnerable. Was no, you don't. Well, they don't talk about. <laughs> The vulnerability of the first couple of years. So a lot of women entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that are doing very well, yeah. they always say the they miss the part I'm in now. So the successful ones, if it's Allie from Dry Bar or like mm-hmm. anybody of that that nature, that they, their business is big. They say, and I hear it over and over again, they miss this part, this hustle. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in like the trenches and I'm really tired, I'm going to be like, okay, well, Brittany's things have changed so much in one year. Mm-hmm. In a couple years, you don't know where it's going to be. Maybe you're going to miss this. So just appreciate oh my it. Gosh. Right. It's funny because I think about that sometimes with bartending. Because those moments where you're just like, oh, my God, what am I doing yeah. here? Like, it's like slow. I'm not making money. I'm like, I could be writing something or doing something. You're going to miss the hustle. But, oh, exactly. And then I was like, I try to really do think about it. Like, there will come a day that you will miss having your regulars. Just having the people. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. To try and it's so hard because it's like, I hate people who are like, enjoy the journey. I'm like, I like results. But at the same time, it's being like. Yeah, you will. There will come a day that you will miss all of this, and also just an appreciation for like because the random things that happen mm-hmm. that suddenly change. I feel like your whole day mm-hmm. a little bit of maybe you are with somebody in that vulnerable moment, and they tell you something that either changes your day or you can provide them with something mm-hmm. that changes theirs. I do that on the on the daily. I actually have this sign in each room that says like house rules. You can't like. Women every time we, every time a client got naked, they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm fat, or I didn't work out, or my nails." And it's like you're not allowed to say sorry, yeah, and no it apologize. says you're not allowed to apologize for being fat, but no boobs. Da, da, da. So one time I walked into the room, and this woman, older woman, was getting a spray tan for a photo shoot. I walked into the room after I got her solution. I came in, and she was like, kind of like holding herself a little bit, like holding like on her chest, and she just looked at me, and she's like, "You want to know what?" So what? She's like, "I love that sign." I said, "Why?" And she took her hand down, and she had a double mastectomy. She had no boobs. Yeah. So she told me she was getting a spray tan before she ended up getting the implants because she wanted to remember this moment, but she wasn't going to do it pale. But so I thinking like I'm a part of this woman's life. She left and I bawled my eyes out. Oh my yeah. god! I was like, I want to cry right now. What? It's like, oh my! But that sign. She was like, oh my gosh, you have. No, I'm not allowed to say no boobs. So yeah. I was like, yeah, no, get up there. Let's do this. <laughs> no, no. And that's, isn't that crazy? That's like, it's, so I don't even know what that looks like, but I'm just thinking like. Well, it's, I don't even think you even have like nipples either. No, it's like, just it's two just scars, like, yeah. no chest, two scars. Yeah. And she was doing this photo shoot before she got the implants to remember what she looked like before. And I was a part of that journey and I was just like, holy shit, that was heavy. She was like, got you. And my personality is still like, let's do this. She left and I bawled. It's. Dang. That's so wild. Because I often feel <laughs> I don't like even know. my girlfriend works in social media and she is kind of like the liaison between companies hiring them and then getting to the influencers. But it's so weird that she'll tell me like all the messages she gets because she's getting like a bigger following. Don't get me that it's so that. sad to me that I'm like, there's such a lack of community because I feel like that is so important and what people are missing in life is that sense of community and that there's a moment that you you really share like intimacy. I think right. that's why I'm winning. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why I'm I, I winning. I think honestly. I was going to say the same. Friends, family, I was I'm winning gonna in that because same. I truly am like connecting. And then I only have 15 minutes with someone and I probably connect more with them than a lot of people do. Well, obviously they're more, like you said, they're and vulnerable they're very, and yeah. they're, they're letting it, they're letting out everything. And you're, again, you're their therapist, but I think it goes back to like, um, uh, Marvin, who was actually on our last session that we had talking about how successful like he is and how he partnered with Nike and everything. Mm-hmm. Because of like the level of community that they built, yeah, like, and it's like surrounded like not just like them in like where they are in like South Central LA, but it's like spread to like 
everyone in run culture and like mm-hmm. in general. And I think that can say the same, but really just for like how really how social media works in itself. If if people were able just to be like so much more vulnerable, like in a forum that's like comfortable and yeah, it, and and express themselves like in that beauty sense, because I know that's one of those things like well, a lot of people aren't quite comfortable just to say. Like, What's well, a really uncomfortable are. situation because you're yeah. making the other person uncomfortable because I mean. I've had like serious health issues um, like a few years ago. And I remember like, I mean, I'm from Texas. We don't talk about our feelings. We right. don't share that stuff. And I was like crying in a cooler at work. So I was like, I just don't even, because I didn't have like, I never kind of got into with like the people I was working with. Like we were cool, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like you had like a solid like friendship, friendship there. And I mean, I was just talking to a regular and I just couldn't keep it together anymore. And I started crying and I kind of just told him. And I was so shocked. And maybe it sounds silly, but that like how many of my regulars then I, mean, I remember the day before I had surgery they all came in I mean just tipped me hundreds yeah to be like help me pay for it and it was like one of those things that I never could have expected but those are like the moments in life that really change you and really connect you to people and remind you in like just to even pay it forward right when you see somebody and you could easily just walk by to just or even just at the grocery store to Say hello. Yeah, right. Or like give somebody the time of day. It really does like stop them in their like everyday robotic routine to right. realize that you're not alone in this world and there are people who are compassionate and kind around you. Right. My I model said, is very much like, especially when I built out the store, uh-huh. I go into everybody's home, I'm making them comfortable in their home and I didn't want like a regular like BS place or chop shop, like just like this. Mm-hmm. I wanted like an actual experience. You feel like your home, it's there. I wanted it to be that and to feel that and Nobody's reinventing the wheel here. So I'm not. I'm not reinventing the wheel. It's no. great tanning. I've I've actually done my like work and I've worked really hard at it, but I'm not reinventing the wheel. I think it's ten percent of what I do. Right. Ninety percent is everything else. Right. Yeah, and it's so great too because it's like being a woman. You are constantly, particularly in LA, where the prom kings and queens are dropped off every single day. Beauty is what this town is mm-hmm. built on. That you do constantly feel, you know, even by worldly standards, I'm like, this is a beautiful city. Like, I yeah. forget, and this sounds shallow, but like, then you go to other cities, and you're like, oh, I'm around normal people mm-hmm. who aren't, you know, tan and working out every day and uh, spending all their money on clothes. But so you do have a level of, I think, pressure to constantly look good. So when you are in front of them, you're always judging every ounce of fat. Because in your mind, you know, you didn't work out or you shouldn't have had that hamburger. Yeah. And you're comparing yourself to women who are genetically blessed right right yeah that was like it could go so many directions (laughs) for real for real but no i know that's probably like uh you gotta just taking me on the whirlwind of like this beauty like fashion world honestly i'm so glad i have both of you guys (laughs) (laughs) um but no that like kind of concludes like the session but i really appreciate you coming by stopping by the house and at least uh sharing some i'm here we can come back and then we can talk about Oh yes! Oh yeah. my God! I can imagine. imagine a whole nother can of worms right there. I'm sure there's uh, some good stories. Oh my gosh! Do I have to bring Steph on for that one? Oh, I'll drop some knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, appreciate you, uh, Brittany, for stopping by. Thank you for having me. We'll Kelly, come back, Kelly. Thank you. For I want to come back in like 20 episodes deep. Oh, yeah. yeah. See how you 20 episodes yeah. deep. Number 20. So you can be number 20? I'll be number 20. I'm going to write that down on my notes. I don't know where that Just number even came adding from. Adding that to my intro <laughs> yeah. notes. Uh, thank you again, Kelly, for like, stopping in and being yeah. my co-host today as well. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right, guys.